This is Milk and Honey with your tea. My name's Megan. And I'm Cassidy. And we are starting a podcast. Yeah. Here we are. Um, why did we want to start this? Ugh. I think maybe because we like podcasts. Yeah. Number one. It's true. We listen to them all the time. And not only that, I feel like we ha- we talk about really fun and also important things, and no one gets the privilege to hear our <laughs> conversation. Yeah. So this is your guys's. Um, opportunity to be nosy. Yeah, we thought that there's going to be people when we no. <laughs> yes. Okay. I think we edit it in later. Okay, sure. You guys, <laughs> a little behind the scenes. Yeah, there's going to be some bloopers on our first episode. Yeah. Um, Enjoy. Yes. Okay. So we thought we would just jump right into it with some Reddit questions because we have topics, but I don't know. If it's the best idea to be like, hello, this is our first episode (laughs) and we're going to talk about mental health. That's true. (laughs) We have some great topics like in our note section of our iPhone. Yes. And if you guys want to hear any topics, let us know. We have an Instagram. Two followers. Two followers. And it's just us. What's our Instagram handle? At Milk and Honey with your tea podcast. So we, our favorite thing that we came up with was we like the idea of milk and honey as like our brand image, but then with your tea, because we're sitting here drinking tea and And we're talking about tea. Sometimes we'll, um, drop some tea, whether it's on, I thought there was a tea bag in here and then I, I looked at my teacup, like where the hell's the tea bag, but no. Luckily, we're not actually being, like, visually recorded. Yeah, Andrew did ask that, and I said no, because then we'd have to look cute all the time. Yeah, just so you guys know, Andrew is her husband. Yeah. Yeah, there's some info about us now. Yeah, and if you (laughs) And if you hear clicking in the background, I have two dogs here. Yeah. Molly and Dexter, and they're the best. Um, Okay, well, let's just jump right in. Okay. Okay. Um, All right. First question that we should So see. no one asks these questions because clearly we have two followers. No, yeah. But this is on Reddit. So it's just a little, little way to get to know us a little bit better. Yes. Um, what, is mu- what is a music video slash song that makes you feel like you can do anything? Like, obviously, it has to be Beyonce. Yeah, Beyonce is like a good Run one. the World. I really like her Lemonade album. Like, I can, add, like I can sing any single song on there. Remember when you were obsessed with um the one Demi Lovato song? What? Sorry. I probably still am. You probably still are, but I remember you used to play all the time. You, She's also <laughs> so judgmental when it comes to music. Like, I feel like when she gets in my car, I have to change the playlist no. from, like, top 40s to, like, folk. I folk, <laughs> folk fest. I like blend. to be cultured in my music, okay? Yeah, you're I also judgmental. I mean. I'm all genres. I don't just stick to one genre. And story. you do. Story, and then she says, like, sorry, not sorry. Yeah, that yeah. one. Yeah. Yeah. That's the Demi Lovato song Love that you it. were obsessed Except with. Except after she did too many drugs, I stopped liking her as much. Well, yeah. yeah there was... There was that. There was that. Yeah. How about um, you? Um... I think the whole Lemonade album by Beyonce Mm -hmm. is just, like, very motivational for me. Life-changing. Yeah. I also love Daddy's Lessons. Do you? That song. I know every word. I love it. Oh, okay. Teaches you how to be a badass 
yep. daughter. Yeah. Because her daddy taught her. Yeah, that's very true. Um, I think my favorite is Sorry. This is like a oh, side. Oh, so we both like Sorry? Demi Sorry. Yeah, Beyonce. that's true. <laughs> okay, a side note, mm-hmm. a side story from all this. Now that we're talking about Beyonce, um, I remember going to her concert. I went too. Did you? We just didn't go together. No, we did not. Um, I went with my friend Emily and Melissa. Yeah, Melissa. Shout out Melissa. Shout out Melissa. Um, yeah. And did you freeze to death? Oh yeah. Because I remember the like the whole concert was freezing, but then the very end. Yes, it was in Commonwealth Stadium outside in like May, May long. That's like notorious for being freezing in May all the time. It was horrible. And I remember I thought I was going to like look cute, but then I was going to maybe get like a little tipsy because then I would, but then it was too cold. So I couldn't go and get more drinks and it was way too steep. So I didn't look cute anymore. Yeah. And I also wasn't tipsy. I, we didn't even attempt to get drinks because it was just too horrendous to move. Um, But I do remember at the end it started raining as well. And it was just like such a mess and it was freezing and like way too many people were trying to get out of Commonwealth at once and the trains were backed up so we couldn't take like the train out of there and we had to wait an hour like hiding in a subway across the street because that was the only place that we could get into and it was warm for um, my little sister's friend's mom to come pick us up and save us because we had no other way home. That sounds horrible. I feel like that wasn't the best Beyonce experience I could have had. No. And I'm pretty sure she specifically said on the stage that she was so cold. It was, and this is the coldest she's ever yeah. done a concert in. So, so really, she's never going to come back to Edmonton. We'll ever. just go see her somewhere. Yeah. Okay. Um, what was the weirdest thing your pet chewed? So Cassidy has two dogs, mm-hmm. Rosie and Rocco, and yeah. I have two dogs. So. Oh my gosh. I don't know. Like, my Rocco's a Dalmatian, and uh, cutest story I actually got him when I got engaged at Christmas, and he had a little heart shaped nose. But he destroyed our house, like, we had to <laughs> renovate our entire like every baseboard. He like peed on everything, and I'm like, this horrible dog owner, and Megan can attest to this that I won't <laughs> put my dog in a kennel. So I want them to live live their life, especially if I'm at work all day. And mm. our house was destroyed. So all the baseboards, everyone in the house, he chewed. It was horrible. Oh, God. Don't ever that get a puppy. Horrible. I remember, too, and you wouldn't fix your baseboards. So you're like, nope, I'm just going to yeah. wait till he's through this phase. Yes. So I had, like, a nasty house for, like, a while. Yeah. You wouldn't let people come over? Yeah. <laughs> still don't. Not on purpose. It's a problem. Just because you're a hermit now. Yeah. Um, well, I got Dexter and Molly when they were adults, so I didn't know them during their puppy phase, so I don't think that they, like, have chewed anything too crazy. Molly, though, when I first got her and I was putting her in my spare room, and I didn't crate her at first, she had anxiety, and I separated Dexter and Molly because I just didn't know how they would interact with each other at first, because Dexter can be a grumpy grandpa, and they're both um, rescues, so I feel like yeah. they've been through through it yeah. in life. Yeah, so I remember coming home and Molly chewed the backside of the door. Oh, yeah. And I was so scared to tell my parents because my mom 
even said, she's like, Megan, make sure that you put her in her crate because she might chew the backside of the door. She's anxious. And I'm like, oh, no, nah, she seems great. She's little. Yeah, she's, won't chew the door. yeah, exactly. And then I come home and it's like completely chewed. And I'm like, <sighs> oh, crap. And then Life I had a roommate done. moving in. And I was like, I have to admit that this happened because we have to fix it before the roommate comes. <laughs> and I have no Were they clue. Pissed? Um, I think that they weren't as pissed as I thought they were going to be because they're a little bit of softies when it comes to dogs. Mm. And then Molly's face, like, you can't really be too mad yeah, at that face ever. That's true. We'll have to put photos, like, in our in the description of our dogs because I feel like our dogs are our Yeah, life. they are. That's If you want to know one thing about us, it's that we are obsessed with our dogs. And not just ours. I feel like we're obsessed with every person's dog. It's true. We always want to hear about your animals. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, next question is, what goal are you currently working towards? Do you want to start? Oh. Cassidy has a bunch of goals. Yeah, <laughs> I always, I said like on our Instagram how we're so opposite. And I feel like you're like, correct me if I'm wrong, but I feel like you're like a go with the flow if the goal comes up and you're like, oh, I want to do this. And that's now a goal. Yeah. But I have like a list of like a hundred million goals I want to do. Yes. Um, this podcast was definitely one of them not to be like, I don't know, crazy, but <laughs> this is a huge one. I think because we've said this for like two years that we've wanted to do it. Now we're actually doing it. Um, another really big one is I love how like children's not in it. Cause I feel like it's not that it's not in it. I feel like it just happens when it happens because Everyone, we got married this, or last year, August, like, yeah. what, six months ago, seven months ago or yeah, something? Yeah, it's pretty recent still. Yeah, that everyone is asking if we're having kids, and I feel like that should be, like, quote-unquote, should be in the list of goals. Yeah. But it's not. Um, so, <laughs> I feel like what I was telling Andrew last night is I literally went to sleep watching Bad Boys. Oh, my gosh. And... I was telling him that I am going, so I currently own a beauty store with a business partner and I'm going to have six niches. So it's called niche beauty. We're going to have six stores by the time I'm 30. And when I'm 30, I'm going to go to school to be a police officer. That's my goal. Do you think that you having all these goals? Mm, shit. Okay. <laughs> Her face, though. Okay, okay. You have so many goals, which is amazing that you have so many things that you want to, like, yeah. attain. Yeah. But do you think that you, like, how do you choose which one you focus on? I prioritize. Have, so I feel like... I feel like being a police officer has totally been, like, the top since I was, like, 13, because you can, I want to be a detective, and you can only be a detective if you're a police officer. Yes. So you have to like do your time as a police officer first. And I feel like I don't know, I don't know. So you prioritize. You want to go back to you don't have I don't school, have to go to school because I have a degree academy. School. I don't have to. You just apply, and it's a hundred page like application. It's like, have you ever smoked weed? Have you ever been in the vicinity of someone who's stolen? Like, have you ever cheated? Have and you have to go through a lie detector test. Like, it's 100. I've printed it off before. So is it true, then? Oh. Maybe. Is it true that to be a police officer, you have to get tasered? Yeah. You have to get tasered. You, you have to be, go through, like, a physical um, thing. And that whatever. doesn't scare you? No. That doesn't well, scare me at all. I feel like, I don't know. I feel like it's always what I wanted to do, so it's just, like, up my alley. But I have, like, literally printed off the 100-page document before, and it is so much info about yourself that I don't think you even want to, like, digest. 
But I think that's a goal. I don't know, because I talked to someone the other day, uh, kind of on topic. She, she was the, the Mercedes shuttle driver, you know. Oh, like, yeah. Just had a conversation with her. Her husband is a police officer. He's now a police sergeant, and he's like 55 oh. or 60 or something, somewhere in there. And he started being a police officer at 30, and now he's a oh. police sergeant. And a little hot tip. <laughs> that if you become a police officer and if you uh, work for the, like, academy, what is it, the department or whatever, okay. for 30 years, you get 60% of your wage as your retirement. Oh, wow. That's a good that, chunk. So if you do 30 years, you get 60%. That's huge. Hmm. You know, I feel like my goals are kind of... I don't know. You are always like striving to challenge yourself and you always uh-huh. say that you once you finish something like you need something else cuz you get bored. Yeah. But I feel like I have a goal of like getting into the makeup industry, getting into the fashion industry, like kind of the more pop culture. I don't want to be famous, but, but like, <laughs> like trendy. Yeah. Like, okay. Like I like keeping up with like recent trends and I like you know, fashion and makeup. And I think that that actually like brings out my creativity, which I'm not mm-hmm. very creative otherwise. Okay. And I feel like once I hit that, cause right now I'm a therapy assistant. I'm not anywhere. You're not what um, you're like, yes. ideally think you were put on this earth, for. which I love being a therapy assistant. And it's, I think you're good at that. It's a rewarding job, but, um, goal and you're like satisfied or like, I'm not. Yes. So I, yeah, I feel like once I, you know, get into the industry of makeup or fashion or whatever it is, like, I work for niche, so I kind of started. Um, I don't know. I feel like I hit my goal, and I could be really happy doing what my goal is forever. Like, I don't but think that I what's your goal? To, my goal is to get into that industry and be successful. Mm-hmm. Um, I do like the idea of... Not being my own boss, but being a higher up. Mm-hmm. So I have a little bit more flexibility that way. Um, I feel like, number one, as your best friend, I didn't know that you really wanted to be like a makeup artist truly this bad or like in that industry that bad. But also, speaking of someone who's been a makeup artist, it's not all it's cracked up to be. So other, yeah. I feel like there's so many makeup artists. So other, you have to be like, really fucking good or like you're a nobody like and that's what I kind of feel like is that like other you're like on the top and people want you know who you are your book sell it or like that there's a you have a thousand followers and every single person is a makeup artist it's a very trendy career right now yeah like I don't really know where it began or where you know what started but I feel like oh I'm gonna sneeze oh (laughs) um (laughs) I feel like, thank you. Authenticity is what this podcast is about. We said vulnerability. We will not edit that out. No. (laughs) Um, But I feel like you may, maybe I haven't fulfilled all of my goals that I've set out because nothing changes people's life. And that's what I think that right now I'm like, you guys, don't get me wrong. I'm living my best life and I'm Mm -hmm. having a great time doing it. And like, it's so awesome. But I don't think that I'm ever... That's why I've always toyed with like detective or lawyer because it changes people's lives. Mm. And owning a beauty store right now is so fun. And like everyone's like, you must love what you do every day. 
love it, but I'm not changing anyone's life. And I need to hey, change Hey, how do you lives. know you're not changing anyone's life? Maybe you are. Maybe you're changing. One lipstick shade at a time. Yes. You never know. <laughs> Maybe you're bringing back someone's confidence because you're teaching them how to do their makeup. I know. But sometimes I think like that's not like that's not enough for me. Like, yeah, it's great. And I want to own niches for the rest of my life because it's something yeah. I know and love and whatever. But I'm not doing what you're doing. You work in a hospital. You see like, like it's like drastic. It's different every day. Yeah. No, it's, it's definitely a rewarding career, especially being in like the rehab field because usually you're working towards a positive oh, end um, goal. Yeah. Like it's not like, I think you just have to, you know, I thrive on chaos. Yes. And a detective or a police officer is pure I chaos. I do. But I thought about last night, if this is a true goal, that I believe, and someone correct me if I'm wrong, if you know the details, I think you have to move every five years or something. To be a oh. police officer. And I don't know if Andrew's Ooh, up for that. Yeah. In case, like, you have enemies. Is that actually what it's for? I don't know. Oh. <laughs> I don't know if it's for that. <laughs> I don't know They might want to find you. Wow. I don't know. Other than that, I feel like my goals are very, like, you're right, like, in the moment. Like, this podcast, I have wanted to do this podcast yeah. for, like, a year or two now. But So I'm glad we're finally jumping on that boat. But <laughs> You guys are enjoying it. <laughs> yeah. um, but other than that, like, lashes, I think, are mm -hmm. a big goal for me. And I, I don't think that I'm lazy. And I feel like once I have something in my head, like, I want to complete it. But I don't, I don't sit there every day. Like I think sometimes you do, or it'd be like, oh, I dreamt last night I was a detective, and or since you were little, you want to be a detective or a lawyer, but or whatever. But isn't that you with like kids, like like with kids? Well, yeah. Like since you're a little kid, don't you think you've wanted to have kids? Yeah. And I've never ever thought that. Oh. So like I've always wanted to become a detective or a lawyer, but yours is I've always wanted to have kids one day. Mine's always, always want to become a detective one day. <laughs> I guess that's a point. <laughs> that's true. Childhood <laughs> dreams. So, yeah, I feel like that is our goals. Yeah. We're very different. <laughs> very attainable. Um, yeah, we're attaining it right now. It's yeah. nice. Um, okay, next question is, do you think you would make a better hero or a better better villain and why? You go first. Okay, I feel like this. everyone's going to know this answer. Whoever knows Megan and I, we've been friends since <laughs> high school. Whoever knows us is going to think the answer. Well, I don't know because I think that I'm very different in my work life and I'm very different in my personal life. My work life, you have to be a little bit of a stronger person and you have to be able to challenge your therapist. Um, and I, I feel like I'm pretty good at that actually. So sometimes I think that I am a little bit of a villain in my work life because okay. I have to always be questioning, you know, what's best for the patient and patient centered care. And I'm sometimes the only advocate for them. And so that's hard. Yeah. And so I think that I can be pretty strong that way. I'm not, like, going to work being, like, screw you all, whatever yeah. you think. Uh, I know what I'm doing. You you don't, blah, blah, blah. But I don't know. I think that I can be a good villain But how about, like, a fight with someone? 
Oh gosh, I'm so stubborn. Okay. I I feel like I've said this so many times. I feel like me and you haven't really like got into it. Like no. Like it's kind of like I don't know. It's we've never have. Let's not come when it doesn't happen. Yeah. And if it had like we've like obviously had disagreements before, but I yeah. feel like it was in our like high school young adult oh, yeah. when we were way too dramatic and like mm. way more stuff. And like than had we are way now. more time on our hands. Like yeah. we thought <laughs> some of the smallest shit was like so important. And now we pay mortgages and we pay bills and we go yeah. to work every day and true not as important. if you don't talk to me for a day I don't get as upset anymore yeah it's, it's I'm true. like is she mad at me in high school <laughs> that's what you used to think yeah oh. <laughs> I don't think we actually went a day without talking usually because in high school we literally saw each other every single day mm-hmm. we did we We're were very close go for McDonald's at lunch yeah um so I would say a villain in my work life and then maybe I don't know if I'm a hero in my personal life. Okay. But I think I'm more like go with the flow, happy-go-lucky, positive in my personal life normally. Okay. And I would say, I don't know, I would say that the first perception of me would be a villain for sure. Because everyone thinks I'm really hard. Just a hard ass. Yeah. Everyone (laughs) thinks I'm hard. Everyone thinks I'm like pushy, goal-driven, whatever. But I'm also a person who can never have a argument with someone and not to figure it out or not like I, I'll lose sleep about it because I'm like oh my god what ifs like whatever so I always have to talk it through and my significant other does not like talking it through <laughs> so I feel like I'm a hero in that respect but I'm also like it takes a lot for me to get mad I feel like yes. and I don't know I feel like everyone would think I'm a villain because I feel like I'm outspoken if I don't like your haircut but I wouldn't like do you think you're a villain, though, a little bit in your work life as well? Because I feel like you kind of have to be a little bit of a hard ass yeah. when you're talking to, like, buyers yeah. or different brands. and Yeah. So I do all the buying for and paying the bills of our beauty store. So when you have to do, like, all the negotiations, I feel like that's when I can be, like, a hard ass. I, and totally, like, like it's my money, so you're not, like, going to push me around yeah. for sure. Um, but I feel like sometimes... I go home and I'm like, ooh, I probably should have been a little softer. And yeah, yeah, regrets. I think, you know, there's a good mix of both in our life. Every situation is different. But if I was like in a cartoon, I would 100% be the villain. Oh. Yeah. Okay. I, would I want the powers and I want like. Yeah, but the villain to always the dies. train and like. What? No, that's the hero that lifts the train. Hercules no, lifting the like boulder off of the children. Throw it on someone. Oh my goodness. I would totally be okay. <laughs> Whatever cartoon you're watching, I am not. <laughs> you're not that. Okay. <laughs> okay, next question is, how do you talk about things that you're great at without sounding like an arrogant ass? <laughs> oh. I don't. <laughs> what? I never, I'm so bad at complimenting myself. Which is, yeah, I agree. Something that I should probably work on in the yeah. future. That's why I'm going to therapy. <laughs> yeah, I feel like everyone needs a therapist. That's true. Um, <clears throat> one, I noticed this the other day. So when I was doing those questions, like on Insta stories where you like touch the screen, yes. I could it. I passed through it twice where it said like, "What's your favorite thing about yourself?" And I was like, "Fuck, it's really bad that I passed through this twice." And then finally, when it came up, I was like. I said a personality trait, you guys. I didn't even say like a, 
I love my nose. Like nothing. <laughs> like, I don't know. I feel like it's hard without sounding like an arrogant ass, but sometimes you have to be your own advocate. It's true. Yes. We're, I feel like we're both bad at that. I think we are both bad Maybe at that. Maybe I'm not. That. Do you think I'm good at that? I don't ever like... I don't think you ever like, oh, I am loving my my makeup today or whatever. Yeah. But I think that you're you're good at like, I killed those surprise bags that we did at work. I don't know though. Because like I told you the other day, I, I'm like focused on words of affirmation. So... For your love language. Yeah. So, yes, it, that's why it's great when I see that someone's like, oh, my God, I killed the surprise. You did incredible on the surprise bags. I don't know if I'm good at that. I have no idea. I don't know. I feel like I would sound like an arrogant ass if I said, like, I own this business and it's, like, so great. I think that there is, like, a, like a good line that you need to make sure that you don't cross like I think you should be proud to be like hi I'm this is something that you don't do is you never will be like yeah my name is Cassidy Hender um I own niche beauty and I started this like beauty business boat that's super successful blah blah blah. you will never never introduce yourself or I remember when you were first starting it I was like oh yeah she's starting a beauty store and I would always be the one being like yeah, this is my friend. She's starting a beauty store <laughs> and I'm going to work there. And you would be like, Megan, why are you telling people this? Yeah. <laughs> and you were so uncomfortable yeah. about it. I think perhaps because I'm so young and so many people think I'm going to fail. But you should be proud of that. Maybe. Yeah. I remember once and now I've always thought about this is I love me some Insta stories and whatever, but I remember once and for my wedding, I got like an LV purse and like Andrew works very, very hard and we both work a lot. So like, I feel like we earn what we have, mm-hmm. but I remember someone on Instagram t- said to me once, not to be rude, but how do you get all these things that you post and how do you afford all these things that, that you're posting? And like, I was like, Oh fuck. Like I don't want to come across as, Oh, LV this. Oh. And like, don't get me wrong. I have one Louis Vuitton purse. Like, it's not crazy. But like when someone said that to me, I was like, oh shit, am I just posting my highlight reel of like what's really good in my life? And I'm never posting when I'm so stressed at work or when Andrew and I are in a fight or when I am like, fuck, I have to pay my credit card. Like, yeah, but why would you? Because I feel like that's real. And that's maybe the people who I like to follow too is like, like people who are going to like break it down. Like, I'm sorry, my life is not always perfect. Yeah. No, I think, like, authenticity is, like, super important, but I I don't know. I also, that would be a good question to ask myself in the future is when I see someone who's posting, like, you getting a Mercedes. Like, I, di- I don't think I ever was, like, oh, my God, wow, she has so many material things, mm. blah, blah, blah. She's just showing off. Like, mm-hmm. I was, like... You go, girl. I know how hard you work. But you're good at that. You're good at pumping someone else's tires. Yeah. Like, maybe. But it's also embarrassing. Why? Why'd you get it then? Well, no, I love it. Do not get me wrong. We got a Mercedes car. Love it. But it's not like I went out and bought this car cash. Like, Andrew and I pay for this car every single month. (laughs) Like, let's make this clear. (laughs) Okay, Cassidy says that we're over <laughs> the last one. Yeah. I'm going to look we need to for learn another a little bit more about question. you. 
Okay. What was the worst way you got rejected by someone? Who's answering first? I don't have an answer. Well, I need to... You guys. I don't know. I have had some of the worst experiences. I don't know. Let's just say I've never got rejected. <laughs> <laughs> True. Oh, I'm my God. <laughs> I don't know. I feel like I was a... That's why my husband doesn't listen to this. I feel like I was like a little bit of a hoe, like when we would break up. So it was like I don't know. I mine's so boring. Like why I got rejected at work a lot. Like when you first get into Alberta Health Services. I know. <laughs> We're not talking about relationships? Well, you can. It can be perceived oh. any way you want it to be. But that's why I'm saying mine's so boring. It's like I had to do like a year worth of interviews to get my permanent position because it's so hard to get a position yeah. in Alberta Health Services. And that's like, it hurts the soul when you yeah. keep being told like, no, you didn't get the job. I remember when you got your permanent position. Yeah. That was great. That was super exciting. By a relationship, I've been rejected by boys before. <laughs> If we're talking about in general, like, yeah, I rolled up to Mercedes and wanted a G-Wagon and they were like, yo, bitch, you're not approved for that. Way more than once have I been rejected in life. Yes, but that's true. I don't know. By men, I feel like they're easy. Is there like one particular person that has stood out in your brain that you got rejected by? Oh, God. I honestly probably... Number one, don't remember his name. And even if I said his name, everyone who is, like, mutual friends with us would know who he is. You don't have to say their name. Just be like, yes, this person. Yeah, this person. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It was, I don't know. Andrew and I were broken up, like I said. And he, I was, like, being a little hoe at this party. And his, Andrew's friends called him from the party and said, look. Your girlfriend is here, and she's with this dude. Oh, and no. I remember, oh, it was so bad. I, I just, ugh, I can't even go into it, you guys. I wasn't rejected, but it was just like horrible. This is the content we need. <laughs> We're so boring up to you. you guys. I, do we have to be honest with this? Okay. Yes. <laughs> I hung up with this guy. You know, went to his bedroom, and he had a fucking. <laughs> Um, what's it called? A bunk bed. What? Number one. Why did he have a? a I don't friend know. Stay with him or what? I don't know <laughs> where I was. That's the stage I was at. Is that oh. I don't know where I was. It was a bunk bed. Okay. And I just remember that, like, I think the cops got called, and I was like in his bunk bed, oh and then he like never came back. <laughs> like, that's how bad it oh, was. Oh no. Yeah. And I remember this girl who I will not name, but you know who she is, drove my car home and we hit the ditch because she was drunk. <gasps> and That's so bad. I know. How old were you? I was like probably grade 12, grade 11. Oh my gosh, Cassidy. I know. Jeez. Um, but like, you guys, that was for like two months of my life. Okay, so that's that's your rejection. I like... I can pinpoint one person okay. for me, which was in high school, and it was, like, very back and forth. Like, it was, like, we were best friends in high school. Oh, I know. Who and is. I remember I – I think we liked each other, but then we didn't – I don't know. We just never, like, went past 
Why? Um, Tell us why you didn't go past. I don't... Because I think we were like, oh, yeah, we're best friends. Like, we want to keep it this way. Not that we both said that we wanted to keep it this way, but, like, I think we, we thought we were cool being best friends. Yeah, but do you not think the rest of us all knew that we thought we, you guys were, like, hooking up? Well, we weren't. <laughs> okay, good to know I now. I tried to set him up with one of my other really good friends. And, and how they did were that like, make you feel, though? Because were you not, like, a little salty? At the time, I really convinced myself that I was his friend only. And now that was as mm. far as we were going to go. Uh, we're going to start with calling him okay. the <laughs> redhead dude. All right. Redhead dude. Um, so I tried setting him up with one of my really good friends. And I was so convinced Do I that... know who this friend is? Yes. Okay. You do. Um, and I was convinced that they were meant to be. And they did, like, date for a little bit. And they were so into each other. But then he all of a sudden was like, hey, Megan... I realized I have feelings for you while he was still seeing my friend. And I was like, what the heck? You cannot tell me this. I set you up with my friend and I'm not going to like turn did, around. Did you say fuck the friend? No, I didn't. I, didn't. I probably would have. Okay. Well, that's telling. <laughs> <laughs> if she wasn't like your best friend, she was just like a friend. No, she was like a friend since childhood. And so I was like, no, like I still have feelings and I was still super excited. And I was like, oh my God. Yes. Like, I want this. I do have feelings for you. I can't believe we're finally, like, admitting this to each other. Yeah. But then I was straight with him. And I was like, that would be horrible if I... What a great human ...just turned around and started dating my friend's Maybe, boyfriend. what you gotta do for love. What if that could have been something well, that you now forget about? Well, now today I feel like I'm you're, okay with you're that. You're happy with I'm, that. Yeah. Okay. I'm okay. But at the time... So we were talking still and we were still friends... But then, but talking, but like he had to probably delete the text messages if his girlfriend ever saw his phone. Well, I don't think that they were at that stage where oh. she was like looking through his phone. And then they did end up like ending it. And he's like, okay, can we start dating now? And I was like, no, we need to give it like two months or something. And then two months would hit and he'd be like, okay, what about now? And I was like, I kept putting it off because I was so scared of what oh. she would say or do and I didn't want to hurt her feelings and then eventually I think he like lost interest and then I was like shit like I shit there goes I that. really missed a bow and so I think and then finally I was like okay I'm ready and he's like no 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 I'm, I'm moved on <laughs> I'm on to the next one yeah so that was my rejection that's sad <laughs> you know it's a little sad if like little things could change a whole yeah a whole scenario in your life. It's true. Okay, Cassidy's gonna pick the next question. One quick little one is, what do you collect? Oh God, I don't know what I collect. I collect makeup. Oh my God, I was gonna say that one. <laughs> I you also like have a lot of DVDs. That's true. I still have DVDs, even though I. Can only play DVDs on this like old ass MacBook that, <laughs> that we're, we're currently recording using. on right now. <laughs> uh, yeah. What do I collect? Uh, makeup for sure. I have a shit ton of makeup. But like, oh, you know what I really love? Hmm. Is I really love trolls. No, you don't have trolls. <laughs> <laughs> I do. Yeah, like so. I have a troll blanket that oh from when God. I was a baby. How do I not know and, this? And like sleep with it every single night. Like <laughs> Andrew, it was like a deal breaker. Like if he would not accept me with my troll blanket, then like he can't have <laughs> me at all. 
Um, but my mom bought me like trolls a while back. And then like when my aunties and stuff see trolls, they like pick them up for me. Trolls. Okay. Trolls and makeup. Trolls. Okay. This is a fast round. Ready. Rapid um, round. Yeah. Rapid fire. Okay. One <laughs> sec. What? Um, what is something you cannot believe that you never noticed until someone pointed it out? Okay. Um... You tell me. What what do you point out about me? Nothing. I don't know. I don't know. When my like people make fun of how big my feet are or like my double chin, what? then I like I'm like, oh shit, this is a problem. Well people point out that I'm super emotional all the time, but I know that about myself. But was that rude and like heart like wrenching when someone first told you that? Um Yeah, like I feel like I get defensive about it. I'm yeah. like, I'm not emotional. I can carry my own but like yeah. really or oh no what I'm really bad at is if if you're at a bank and they tell you like oh you should really improve oh. on this and you're like yeah bitch I know I should give up Starbucks <laughs> <laughs> I hate banks they oh, God. cause me so much stress yeah this is a good one okay. um what was what was your this is where I'm gonna die moment um, getting stuck in an elevator in Medicine Hat College for an hour. And I was like, oh, yeah, I'm never going to get Toast. out. This is where I'm done. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I would say most recently when I'm like walking my dogs and most often, ugh, I shouldn't say this out loud at all, but most often I have headphones in and I'm just so focused on like my podcast or something I'm listening to. And then like this guy uh, roll, rolled up like behind me and like like kind of cornered me in and I was like ah fuck this is where I go yeah that would be a little scary you're not supposed to people say I that know. you're not supposed to walk outside with headphones or run or whatever yeah I know but like what do you listen to I know it's so boring crunch under your feet <laughs> it's so <boring>. like, <laughs> you would hate that yeah I would hate that that is a pet peeve not even a pet peeve like something that makes me want to like yeah it makes you cringe just like yeah. nails on a chalkboard or something oh, like snow People. under your shoes yeah yeah what fact still boggles your mind oh no what hmm kobe Bryant dying yes yeah, so that literally happened today and that's shocking Mind-blowing. him and his daughter which is horrible um mine's a little bit more lighthearted. the fact that an otter picks its favorite rock and it puts it in its pouch and will keep it for its lifetime. Oh my god. Isn't that cute? That is so cute. You know what I learned today? <laughs> what? And on the, um, what's it called? The podcast you told me to listen to. Oh, Approachable. Approachable. On their podcast today is that the seahorse has the babies. Yes. Whoa. The male seahorses have babies. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, so Not so- the female. Um, what makes someone a good person? In your opinion, tell me like a couple mm. things that check the boxes to make them a good person. I think loyalty okay. is like a big one. Let's hope all of these describe me. And <laughs> transparency. Okay. I think those are two huge qualities that I hope I have. And that I, I think I'm very conscious I think you about have having. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. What about you? <sighs> Patience. I don't like like screaming or yelling. Like, it's just, like, not in me. And mm. as – that's what my mom's not listening. I think I, like, grew up <laughs> in might. a household. Yeah. <laughs> I grew up in a household of, like, screaming, yelling, fighting, throwing shit, like, whatever. And that's just, like, not for me. 
like you should be able to sit down and have a conversation no matter what it is. Yeah. And I think that's really important. That makes someone have a good quality. You know, Andrew's still working on that. That's okay. Everyone has things that they need to work on. And what else is a good quality? I feel like this is very like superficial, but I feel like uh, managing money is a really good quality mm. where I think like everyone less of us in this room are probably not the most ideal we could be like we no, buy like not like starbucks and expensive sushi and we shit. say all the time how we need to be more frugal with yeah. our money but i just i'm not about that life and also we work like every day like why do i have to be frugal this is true like that sounds horrendous i feel like there's so many things that just pop up in life like like my seven hundred dollar so oil change yeah like, that's that's hard that is hard or like molly getting her eyeball out like that those are things that you can't control and they pop up and everyone's always like oh it's life and you're like yes it is life but it's really fucking hard sometimes yeah i feel like too that people always say i told andrew this the other day i said we really need to because i'm like he chews tobacco and chewing tobacco is very very expensive and i don't care that quote unquote it kills you because everything kills us now so whatever but I said you know how you're supposed to have six months of your salary saved up and if we had six months salary I was like we'd be golden but we don't and you need to have six months of your salary if god forbid either of us lost our jobs yeah like six months of your um bills like your mortgage mortgage telus like everything yeah I definitely don't have that no no well shoot (laughs) okay so we just uh narrowed in on how many minutes we have here for our podcast so far and we're going on like 45 so we thought we we're really good at talking yeah (laughs) we did text each other that last night um we thought we'd wrap it up but I wanted to wrap it up by saying like what you guys can kind of expect from this podcast uh a little bit to know about each one of us um Megs you go first what what do you want this to be um well I don't you said yesterday you're like this is gonna be like a hobby and I think that it will definitely be that for me. Like mm-hmm. it could be a hobby and I love hanging out with you. So it's mm-hmm. just going to be another excuse that I'm we like, have mm-hmm. to see each other yeah. all the time. <laughs> um, but also I feel like sometimes, I don't know, maybe this is just my thoughts. I feel like sometimes in big groups, my voice gets lost a lot. I agree. And I think that this might be like a nice outlet for me to feel like I'm actually being heard and talk about topics that like I'm interested in. Mm-hmm. I hope and you don't feel like that with me. No, I don't. Oh, good. <laughs> um, so I think that this might be like a nice therapeutic outlet for mm-hmm. myself to express all my opinions, whether you, well, you guys can hit stop if you don't want to hear it, but whether you guys want to hear it or not, yeah. I'm going to say it. I agree. I feel like to me, this is a thing where number one, we're good at talking. We're good at, we both are good at speaking. Like it's not, we've done this. Like we've spoken in front of crowds together. Like uh, it's something that we can do. It's something that we can manage. It's something that we can bust out quickly and be proud of it. Mm -hmm. Um, But also I'm a person who listens to a podcast every single day when I'm walking my dogs or when you should be on that elliptical, but you're like, oh, I can only listen to their podcast if I go on the elliptical for an hour or whatever it may be. I want to be like that outlet. And I think that we're pretty transparent. We're pretty vulnerable. We're going to talk about heavy topics Mm -hmm. as well as just like light things as well, like today was. Yeah. Um, 
but I think it's important to show like who we are, what we do. We obviously hope that something comes out of this yeah. and that a lot of people listen to it and enjoy it. Um, yeah. yeah. I hope that it's just like a safe place for people to hopefully relate to us and, mm-hmm. and relax. Like I feel yeah. like number one, therapy is so expensive <laughs> It is, and we do think like therapy is so important, but it's, it's not realistic for everyone. Not everyone can afford that. So this is a place where you can like come relax when we totally get stressful life mm-hmm. and we've been there. Like even in it. like I love like going through podcasts and be like, Oh look, that one's about how to deal with a breakup. I want to listen to that when I'm dealing with a breakup and I can relate and I can feel comforted yeah. by having the same thoughts and opinions mm-hmm. as people. So maybe we can be that for someone else. Yeah. So uh, for now, thank you so much for listening. Follow our Instagram page. It is milk and honey with your tea podcast. Yep. Um, follow us there. We look forward to hearing this episode and until next time. Bye guys. Thank you.